Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, December 15th. Let's jump into this morning's top stories. South Dakota has held virtual interviews with 8 AD candidates and will trim the list to 3 or 4 candidates who are expected to meet with officials next week, according to College AD. More from on 3 State of College Sports report as it asks stakeholders of various stripes what they think is the biggest issue the industry faces. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey stating, Number 1, we collectively have done a bad job of telling the story about the positive aspects present in our programs. And do I think everybody says we do things perfectly? No. But I do think things are done in an incredibly positive manner. But let's not kid ourselves, again, in the big picture into believing the current status is the best that we can do for our college athletes. And I'll go back to some of what's happening at the state level, and probably going to be introduced again in 2024, which is state legislatures engaging in a race to the bottom so they can establish competitive success. Big Sky Commissioner Tom Wistrasil adds, two things, sorry. First, how the House case will play out for the FBS conferences could have a huge impact on all our futures. And number two, how we seem to have lost our way with every decision driven by money. Conference realignment, media deals, NIL, transfer portal incentives, coaches' salaries and buyouts, etc. We don't talk about student-athlete welfare, graduation and celebrating the joy of college sports enough anymore. The Washington Supreme Court will issue a ruling today on whether it will review the preliminary injunction granted by a trial court which gave Washington State and Oregon State control of the Pac-12 board. Kenny Hertz Perry attorney Mitt Winter notes that if the court denies the review, the preliminary injunction will go into effect and WSU and OSU will have control. The AP's Ralph Russo adds, I'm no lawyer but I think it's safe to say it would be a little surprising if the state Supreme Court didn't review the case and just let the lower court's ruling stand. Tennessee AD Danny White talks about the Lindsey Nelson Stadium renovations and says the Vols are building on components that were already in place. We're spending $95 million on that project, but if we were to start brand new from scratch it'd probably be double that. We have great student-athlete spaces that needed to be renovated and we've done that actually already the last couple years, and they look even better now, so there's no sense in rebuilding that. And then the lower bowl of the stadium is all very functional and fine, so adding a tower, adding a lot of premium amenities, increasing capacity because we've been sold out for the last couple years. There's a whole lot of Vol fans that want season tickets to baseball and they can't get in right now. The Atlantic 10 has signed new five-year media rights agreements with CBS Sports, ESPN and NBC Sports. The new agreements represent a 40% increase in rights fee revenue, expansion for the league's linear coverage, and an increase in the number of basketball championship games by 30% over previous agreements. Endeavor's WME Sports and IMG advised the A-10 on the new deals. CBS and Paramount Plus will continue to broadcast the men's basketball championship game as part of its NCAA Selection Sunday coverage, while ESPN retains the women's final. CBS Sports Network will continue to carry both the men's and women's semifinals, and NBC Sports will add three opening round games to its linear coverage. Regular season men's and women's hoops contests will continue to air on ESPN platforms. In personnel news. Chicago State AD Monique Carroll has been promoted to VP and AD. FAU must restart its presidential search pursuant to a decision from the Florida State University System Board of Governors, which says it first wants to make changes to its regulations on how presidential searches are conducted.
According to the Orlando Sentinel's Scott Travis, the new rules may include prohibiting the chair of a university's board of trustees from leading a search committee, outlining how search committee votes must be taken and allowing a board of governors representative on the search committee to have more authority to intervene if the process goes awry. It remains unclear when the search will restart. Pac-12 Enterprises LLC, an affiliate of the Pac-12, plans to lay off 141 employees from the league's San Ramon HQ between January and June of 2024. Those impacted reportedly include more than two dozen senior or vice president-level roles, as well as directors, broadcast engineers, and an on-air host. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Friday, December 15. We'll see you back here this afternoon.